I'm Jason Chaffetz. I'm Katie Pavlich. I'm Steve Ducey, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, September 20th, 2022. I'm John Saucier. President Biden has been very standoffish when it comes to the media so far during his time in office, but that changed on Sunday when CBS aired a major sit-down interview with the Commander-in-Chief on 60 Minutes. At times, he may have said some things that have been a bit to the contrary of what his administration has been saying. It was interesting to watch a number of Democrats on Capitol Hill cleaning up after the president saying this is not really what he meant. He meant to say that the pandemic is under control. Uh, that we're under control now, but if we don't approve more money, that's going to be a problem. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. So what do you think? Is this pandemic over? It was a little bit of a surprise answer by the president on CBS when he gave this answer to that question. The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. And it wasn't just about COVID where we heard some surprise answers. Well, Republicans have suggested that this is a way for him to kind of gild the lily ahead of the midterms and and make people think that things are are going very well. Our guest today is Fox News senior congressional correspondent Chad Pergram. It was interesting to watch a number of Democrats on Capitol Hill uh, cleaning up after the president saying this is not really what he meant. He meant to say that the pandemic is under control. Uh, that we're under control now. But if we don't approve more money, that's going to be a problem. Those types of things were coming out of Democratic members on Capitol Hill, uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi among them. Uh, The problem, though, is that they need about $21 billion. That's the Democrats' request in this big bill to fund the government, which is due at the end of next week. Now, the Democrats punted on this a couple of times. They ran into some Republican opposition in March and the spring. They ran into opposition from their own party in early uh, March when they tried to put this in a big spending bill at that point. And they said, you know, we're going to run out come summertime. Well, here we are. It's the end of the summer and the coffers are starting to run dry. Uh, So this is where Republicans are seizing on this point, saying, you know, there is money that is available. Unspent COVID dollars dip into that well first. But this does not help Democrats in their efforts to put that into the spending bill with that comment by the president. Yeah, absolutely. A very precise comment as well. And it can be interpreted, I guess, a number of different ways. Let's talk about money, Chad, because the economic outlook in this country is obviously a major factor going into these midterm elections. I thought that the CBS reporter, Scott Pelley, did a pretty good job pushing back against the president here, talking about the annual inflation rate at 8.3 percent, stock market not looking good. But the president kind of downplayed our economic outlook and said that inflation is actually looking down month to month. Do you think the president is underplaying just how poorly this economy looks? Well, this is why people are watching what Jerome Powell and the Federal Reserve is doing on Wednesday, uh, because, you know, that inflation report they got the other day was not very good. There's been some indications that the uh, IRA, the Inflation Reduction Act, the tax spending, health and climate bill passed in August, doesn't really address inflation. Or if it does, it doesn't address it soon enough for, you know, the midterm elections. You know, Democrats were kind of criticized uh, of being tone deaf. They had this big event at the White House celebrating the passage of the IRA the same day that the, the new CPI number came out, which was not real hot. 
Uh, that is a problem for the Democrats going into the midterms. This is why Republicans are continuing to focus on the economy ahead of the election. Okay, let's focus on foreign affairs. Obviously, we have a war in Ukraine going on with Russia attacking Ukraine, and that sparked a lot of fears that China might try and take advantage of this situation while the world is watching what's happening in Europe and go after Taiwan. But it was very interesting when Pelly asked the president if he would defend Taiwan in the case of a Chinese attack, where the president said, yes, he would. Do you think that puts the United States in a stronger position against China, or does it kind of confuse American policy towards Taiwan? It was a little bit confusing, depending on who you talk to. Uh, certainly, Republicans have been very critical of the president, saying that he hasn't been forceful enough with China in regard to Taiwan. So here the president comes out and says something rather declarative. And they're like, oh, no, no, you know, that was too declarative. So, you know, it kind of depends who you talk to. Right. There. I think that Republicans and Democrats, they want to make sure that Taiwan, uh, you know, does not face a military threat from China. Uh, you know, sometimes words do count a lot on the international stage. So maybe uh, you know, that was if the president, if that was, in fact, his goal, maybe he accomplished that. Uh, but, but there are people here on Capitol Hill who are very worried about the future of Taiwan in the next five to six years. This is one of the reasons that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi went there a few weeks ago. You know, very controversial visit. There had been other, uh, you know, top House and Senate members from both parties who had visited with nary a word from Beijing. But they sure criticized House Speaker Nancy Pelosi when she showed up there in August. Do you think that the Pelosi visit and these Biden comments signal some sort of shift in American policy towards how the U.S. views Taiwan and what it would do against China? Well, it certainly uh, could signal that in the case of the president, because that was pretty definitive. Uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, she has been a thorn in the side of Beijing on human rights and other issues dating back to the late 1980s, Tiananmen Square, uh, going there with two other uh, members of Congress in 1991 and trying to unfurl a banner at Tiananmen Square. So, you know, that's kind of par for the course for Nancy Pelosi. The president rarely talks to the media, but did he say too much this time? Fox News senior congressional correspondent Chad Pergram has reaction and analysis to President Biden's 60 Minutes interview on CBS and where the president is at heading into November's midterm elections. We'll have much more after this short break. We're speaking today with Fox News congressional correspondent Chad Pergram, who's in Washington. And Chad, you've been there for a long time. You've covered many presidents, many congresses. This president, Joe Biden, to me, does not speak to the media a lot. I mean, that's pretty much well documented. I was actually surprised when I saw the tease from 60 Minutes saying that they had interviewed the president because he hasn't done a lot of media appearances. And we have this image multiple times of him coming to the podium, giving a statement and then turning around and walking out of the room before anyone can scream out of a question. Do you think that the president doesn't speak to the media enough? And if so, why? Well, that was the criticism of former President Trump, is that he spoke to the press too much. I mean, he always would, you know, speak off the cuff, going to the helicopter, going to the plane and the briefing room, and sometimes, you know, jumbled all over himself. Uh, you know, if you're the White House of any administration, you want to have a managed message. Uh, and so that's why sometimes you might limit appearances by the president or they're thought out. Uh, it was believed that maybe this comment from the president in the CBS interview about the pandemic, you know, they did not give anybody heads up that that was out there to try to do damage control. So even when they do something that's been prearranged, something that they, you know, know days in advance, they didn't even handle that very well behind the scenes, frankly. So do you think we could see more of these media appearances from President Biden, or do you think the White House is going to try and rein them in to do even less after what's gone on with this interview? 
Well, he's definitely going to go out on the road a little bit here in the fall, certain districts, certain states. He, he did a little bit of that uh, just a few weeks ago, you know, some some pre-campaigning. Uh, they're going to have to have him out there a little bit. Barack Obama, President Obama, was barely on the road for House candidates in 2010, uh, really only one candidate in Virginia who lost, Tom Perriello, who was a Democrat from uh, Central Virginia, who lost, was the only member who he campaigned for that year. That's going to be a balance for the Democrats. Uh, you know, do they want him in certain Districts. He went to the district uh, some months ago in the springtime of Abigail Spanberger, a moderate Democrat from the very similar district. The lines are different from Tom Perriello. Uh, you know, that's something that people look to see, you know, is that kind of a test case? What types of districts he might, you know, go to? Keep in mind that midterm elections are about drawing out the base. And how do you get the base out? The president. Yeah, absolutely. Big draw there, obviously, with the top Democrat in the country and in Washington. All right, Chad, we've got the midterm elections coming up in November, but let's look ahead until 2024 because that topic came up in this interview also. And the president wouldn't tip his hand on whether or not he is planning on running for re-election. Do you think that's him waiting to see what happens in the midterms or do you have a suspicion he's already got his mind made up? A lot of very undefinitive and in some cases definitive and unexpected comments uh, from the president in that interview. And that's one. I mean, I think that most Democrats suspect that he is going to run. Uh, but there's some people who wonder about age and wonder if he's lost his fastball. Uh, you know, he certainly had in August one of his better months, you know, after they had passed things in July with firearms and they had passed the IRA that I talked about. Uh, you know, legislatively, he's accomplished you know, a pretty good track record, frankly. You know, that big spending bill was not quite as big as some progressives wanted, but it was enough for now. And they did it all in a 50-50 Senate and a pretty narrow margin in the House. You know, so some of the, the naysayers on the Democratic left who were saying that this guy shouldn't run, you know, if you compare it to his legislative achievements on Capitol Hill, uh, they made good on all that. And that gives him something to run on if he chooses to do so. Okay, let's talk about what wasn't so much in this interview, the border. Especially, it's a hot topic right now. You've got certain governors from border states and even now Florida who are sending migrants northward. This has been really a power struggle between the states, and it wasn't talked about a ton in this interview. Obviously, here on Fox, we've talked a lot about the border and about so many migrants who've been crossing, record numbers of them, Border Patrol being overwhelmed, and a seeming reluctance by the Biden administration to even travel to the border. We've heard the president say multiple times, um, that the border is secure. Why don't you think that the president talked about their border more? And why didn't Scott Pelley ask him harder questions about the southern border? Do you think this is a big issue going to the midterms or not? I can't get into the head of Scott Pelley, but what I can say is that this is an issue going in uh, to the midterm elections. And Republicans have connected it to crime, saying, you know, we have a crime wave going on in the country. People don't feel safe after inflation in the economy. Crime right, ranks about second or third in, in most polls and uh, when it comes to issues and topics that people are concerned about. Uh, so when Republicans start to link the border with crime, that works in their favor. And this is something that Democrats have just not been able to get their arms wrapped around as a political issue. It remains something that uh, is very dangerous for them politically right now. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you've got the mayor of Washington, D.C., asking the federal government for help. And she says so far, no response. Do you think the White House or just Democrats in Washington in general are missing an opportunity here to help out some of these northern cities that are seeing this sudden influx of migrants seeking asylum? 
they don't have a magic bullet. And, and, and I think your point about the mayor of Washington, D.C. is important. You know, this is moving the border inward. You know, a long time ago at the beginning of this Congress, talking to Republican members, uh, they said, you know, we're from Tennessee. We're from North Carolina. We are now a border state. Uh, you know, Republicans have tried to make this a border issue, even if you're not in South Texas. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Chad Pergram, he's in Washington, D.C., covering Congress and was watching, obviously, the interview that will get much talk coming up uh, this week and I'm sure in the future going into the midterm elections and maybe beyond. Chad, thank you so much for your time and for joining us here on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Thank you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. 